Welcome and thank you for joining the Kingdom Culture Podcast presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. Our show presents the truth of scripture and revelation knowledge of Jesus the King that challenges our listeners to seek and determine the truth of God for themselves. Now let's get into today's show. Hey everyone, this is Terrence with Kingdom Culture Podcast presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. And I have a bonus episode for you in relation to the series, Hearing God's Voice. And I wanted to bring this to you because I've been really just thinking about and contemplating uh, several uh, passages of scripture uh, that that God has brought to my attention and how it relates to hearing his voice. And so I wanted to kind of just talk to you a little bit about that and kind of share some of those passages with you and then actually bring those passages uh, into our present time. Uh, and present day and see how you know at least hope that it shows you how it relates and just kind of really drive home that uh, uh, the point of why it's important and so critical for us to to be able to hear God speak to us and not only just hearing speak but also be able to uh, really take on the responsibility of carrying out whatever it is that he is speaking to us, whether it's for us to do something or share with someone else. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. And to kind of start, I, I want to start first and foremost with um, with something from the Old Testament. Uh, understand that we are no longer under the Old Testament. We are under a new covenant, which is an everlasting covenant. It's a covenant that will not fade away, uh, be nullified or, or anything like that. But the Old Testament basically gives us um, a lot of examples, a lot of uh, things that were once hidden uh, up until the time of Christ. And uh, there are a lot of good stories for one, but really it was God unfolding a plan and keeping it hidden until the time was right to unveil what it is that he was, um, you know, that he was doing um, in the earth. And so, um, and in the Old Testament, uh, because there is a difference between Old Testament prophecy and New Testament prophecy. Uh, in Old Testament prophecy, the word of the Lord was, um, was, was brought to the person established as a prophet of God. Uh, meaning that God, by his spirit, would come to that person, speak something to them, and charge them to tell the people what it is that he had told told that particular prophet and that prophet was responsible and accountable to god uh to deliver the message exactly how god had delivered it to him but in the new testament we who are filled with the spirit of god we actually perceive what god is saying so it's not something that is directly brought to us even though it still carries you know, a, a level of of authority. Um, there is there is a human element to it because we perceive it. God doesn't necessarily, in the same way, uh, bring us the word. He speaks something to us, and we perceive it in our spirit. Um, in the Old Testament, when God would bring uh, a, a message to a particular prophet, that prophet basically carried the very authority of the one that being God Himself. Um, when he brought that message to the people. 
So when God spoke to that prophet and that prophet spoke to the people, the message that the prophet was giving what carried the same authoritative weight as if it was God himself speaking to the people. And so when we look at certain passages, such as uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse uh, 22, uh, Moses and his and, and giving the, the, the children of Israel in the wilderness right before they were getting ready to take over the promised land. Um, he told them, uh, and I'm actually just going to read that to you. Uh, he said, when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not follow nor comes to pass, that is the thing which the Lord, which the Lord has not spoken, but the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. So the people were not to be, were not to be afraid of him or fear him. Um, in other words, you know, and, and, and reverence him that he was being a prophet, that he's a prophet of the Lord. So this, this prophet who was speaking presumptuously is basically speaking in, in the Hebrew word for, for presumptuously is a word that, that basically means in pride um, uh, uh, or arrogance um, and, 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 and insolence. Uh, in other words, a presumptuous, a prophet who was speaking presumptuously was basically speaking from himself, not from God. And so Moses gave them the, 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 the criteria for judging that. He says, if the thing does not follow nor comes to pass, then, he is, then that prophet has spoken presumptuously. And so that's very key and very important um, because the whole idea here is, again, what what is God saying? And so, you know, and, and thinking about this Old Testament uh, uh, example of, 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 of Old Testament prophecy in comparison to New Testament prophecy, I want us to take a look at... Um, at Jesus's example when it comes to hearing from God um, in his time and the example that he was setting forth for us to follow uh, once he was ascended up into heaven and then the Holy Spirit will come in the earth as as the kingdom of heaven's governor to unfill those who would who would believe. Um, and so when a prophet spoke they had to speak what God was saying. Uh, and that, you know, that was basically extremely true in the Old Testament. But I still believe that there is still a certain level of, of truth there as it relates to the New Testament. Because in the New Testament, uh, prophecy is has, has three primary goals. And they are to bring strength, encouragement, and comfort to the one who is being prophesied to or who God is basically speaking to through the person given the prophetic word. And so I want to take a look at really Jesus um, healings uh, or at least talk about them, the healings, miracles, things like that. And what was his criteria for being able to do those things um, in the Old Testament? There is one particular example that I, uh, that I wanted to kind of bring to light which is in Second Kings chapter 5, um, where it talks about the prophet Elisha um, and the Syrian uh, officer by the name of Naaman. Now, keeping in mind, Elisha was a prophet of God, meaning that 
he cannot, as a true prophet of God, prophet of God, uh, he cannot speak presumptuously. He had to speak what God told him. And so with the healing of Naaman, who was uh, who had leprosy, he was looking to be healed. And he ended up hearing about um, Elisha, who was indeed a prophet of God. And the message that Elisha sent to Naaman as he was on his way to go see Elisha was that to go and dip yourself in the Jordan River seven times and wash and you will be cured of your leprosy. Now, Naaman didn't want to do that, but he was convinced into doing so and he ended up being healed. But the main point here is that Elisha had to have heard those instructions from God. He could not have had just made that up out of his own will and just say, you know what, I'm just going to tell him to go jump, dip himself seven times in the Jordan River and he'll be healed. No, he had to have received those instructions from God himself and then sent that message to the officer Naaman for him to be able to do so because God is only going to be faithful over what it is that he said. God says that he watches his word to perform it. So when God speaks, he's going to make sure that what it is that he speaks comes to pass. And so that's just an Old Testament example. But when we go into the new and we take a look at Jesus, there are two very important scriptures that Jesus um, or that 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 records the words of Jesus and what he says for that gives a premise for everything that he does within his three-year ministry on this earth both of them are found in the book of john the first one is in john chapter 5 verse 19 where he says that the son can do nothing of himself but only does what he sees the father do so in that verse he's saying the son meaning referring to himself can only do what he sees the father do and in, in that same book, in chapter 8, verse 26, he says that the son says nothing of himself. He doesn't speak of himself, but he only speaks what, the, what he has been taught by his father. In other words, he only says what his father says. So the two criteria is, I only say what I hear my father say, and I only do what I see my father do. And so that sets the tone for his entire ministry, because even though Jesus is God in the flesh, he did not choose to live his life as God on this earth. He chose to live it as a human being, as a man who was completely and fully submitted to the heavenly father. And he had to learn obedience. And so he dedicated his entire life to being submissive to God and only doing and saying what the father did and what the father said. And so that's that's the key. So when we look at certain healings and certain miracles that Jesus did, he didn't just do it because he was God. He did it because he was led and instructed by his father to do so. So when he turned water into wine, it wasn't something that he just thought of of doing because it would make for a good story or that would be very entertaining. He did it because he either saw the father do it in the spirit 
or he heard the father say do this and that's what he did and we can and we can see the same thing when it comes to healings he didn't heal everybody the same there were plenty of blind people in his day and he did not heal all of them the same one person he spit on his eyes in order to heal him another person he made uh, uh mud from uh from from the dirt by spitting in the ground and, and forming clay out of it and then rubbing it on the guy's eyes and telling him to go wash in a pool another guy he basically led from an unbelieving environment uh in the city and then began to you know to heal him and say and ask him you know what do you see now you know and so he didn't you know even with blind people he didn't heal them all the same some people who were paralytic he told them just to rise up and walk other people he told them that you know hey my daughter is sick can you uh can, can you heal them and he would tell them your faith has made you know made your you know made them whole uh even people raised from the dead sometimes he would speak in aramaic um other times he would just say you know get up and and walk or whatever not saying that he's just he's saying it in english but whatever that the language that he used at that time was whether it was hebrew or aramaic uh you know he's or even greek you know he basically you know said you know said it in in that particular way in order to bring about the resurrection for lazarus you know he he, he called out lazarus's name and tell him to, to uh to come forth you know and so you have all these different examples of jesus doing things you know there was a man who had a withered hand in the synagogue he told the man to stretch forth your hand and the moment the man stretched forth his hand it began it began to become whole just like his other hand you know so jesus didn't do all of these things uh just because he thought it would be a good idea to do them or you know he just thought of it and said you know what i'm just going to tell him to do this no he had to hear what god was saying and he had to act on that and release whatever it is that god was saying for him to do and so that is key and so how does that relate to us today well i think we have to apply the same principle and the same concept we have to hear what god is, is saying and if we have spirit you know spiritual eyes to see what it is that god is doing then we have to do what we see god do and so as i mentioned in the first episode you know god wants to he wants to speak to us and he wants to to be involved in every aspect in every area of our lives um you know so to kind of bring this into a present day uh scenario or situation you know how does this apply well let's just say you know you are uh let's say you're a marriage counselor and you have a couple that comes in to see you and they're marriage is on the on you know it's on the brinks it's about to you know it's about to end and you know the, the the husband and the wife they have no idea they have no solution they, they they don't know what to do they don't have any answers and they feel like that they just can't continue on 
well, you as a counselor, if you have a listening ear and you can hear what God is saying, then God can use you as a means to speak to you in order to speak through you so that you can give solutions to that marital problem and save that marriage. Or let's say that you're in a place of business and you have a campaign uh, that you're trying to to uh, to complete, but you're running into problems or you don't know how to get things together and whatnot. Well, again, if you can hear what God is saying or see what he's what he's trying to do, then you can basically get your information and hear what God is saying in order to bring that solution, that campaign to a close. Or what about an educate as an educator? You know, and you have that one student that, you know, that just seems to not be able to get it. Everybody else can get it, but just that one student can't get it because maybe because of the way that it's being presented, it's just not clicking with him. But if you have a listening ear, then you can hear God say, well, you know what? Teach it or, or say it this particular way. And if you can hear God share that with you, then you can basically speak that or say it in that manner that will help that one student be able to understand the concept that is being demonstrated or taught. You know, uh, and there's just so many other areas of our lives, you know, even finances. You have someone who is struggling with their finances and they just don't know why they just can't seem to to to, to get out of this this cycle of let's say recurring debt or they continuously hit you know financial setbacks and things like that well if we can hear what god is saying for that particular person then we can bring a solution to that problem and expose the problem not not the person but expose the problem and the issue so that we can bring a long lasting solution to that person's problem and take them from a place of of possible poverty to prosperity and so these are just a few things that you know that was on my mind and on my heart that I wanted to share with you and just kind of bring you this bonus episode and and, and kind of talk to you about that a little bit because um, <clears throat> excuse me I think it's very important that we examine the life of Jesus and how he lived and you know how he how he operated on the earth as a man because like i said we we tend to look at him and be like well this is jesus you know you know he's god in the flesh yes that's true but he did not choose to live his life as god he chose to live his life as a man who was completely submitted to god and being submitted to god he had to know what his father was saying in order to know what to say and he had to see what his father was doing in order for him to do what it, the things that he needed to do. And it was, again, all this was done through the Holy Spirit who was given to him without measure. And so I hope this has brought you um, some encouragement. I hope this has uh, inspired you to to really, you know, consider and think about, you know what? There's some issues or some problems, some situations um, and unanswered things that I have going on. And maybe I really need to give, you know, 
got a chance and, and, you know, ask him to speak to me and, and see what he has to say in order to bring about a solution uh, or answers, you know, to, to my life because um, it's how we ought to live. And I can guarantee you that if you give God that chance, you know, he, he's not going to disappoint. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. I really hope that you've gotten something out of this. And, uh, you know, I just I just thank God for what it is that he's doing. I thank God for what he's going to do in your life, um, especially if uh, if you if you take that that this opportunity to just give hearing his voice a chance it's only going to make your life better it can only get better uh from there so god bless you thank you again and this is terrence with kingdom culture presented by kingdom truth and power until next time i'll see you guys later love you thank you for listening to the kingdom culture podcast We truly hope and pray that you have enjoyed today's show and that it has inspired you to seek the truth and kingdom of God. It is also our prayer that you find comfort and solutions to life's situations. Until next time, may God's kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven.